Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hey, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on. Lots to get to today. We've got a couple of great interviews. For those who were listening to your radio stations earlier today, one of the interviews was going to be Seth Dillon from the Babylon Bee. Had an emergency come up. He couldn't make it. We're going to do something next week. We've already talked to him. Also, next week, we'll have Laura Logan. We're working on getting that done for you in a three-part series with uh, with Joe Pistone, who was Donnie Brasco, of course, of Donnie Brasco, the movie fame. He was an undercover FBI agent from 1975 to 1981. He infiltrated the New York mob. If you can believe that. So we'll have those interviews for you next week. Today, though, actor, singer, songwriter, uh, John Schneider, and he and I do not agree on Will Smith. It's an interesting conversation. Plus, we have part two with my interview with uh, Rudy Giuliani. So you picked a good day to join it. Carrie, it's a pretty good day it's a to be joining day. the broadcast. Yeah. Yep. Is it a great day, do you think? It's a great day, I think. I think yeah. it's a pretty good day. Yeah. You know, I think there's something that you and I have agreed on since day one of this show, hmm. and we'll talk about that because it's one of the big stories of the day. We'll talk about that as well. It's the the Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you here on a Friday. Give me some strings. Are the horns ready? Let's go. That was me. I had some cheese today. Cheese. Carrie, you too? No, Crazy. No. What day is it anyway? Where is Bob Guthrie? Let's go. Friday. Uh-huh. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God it is Friday. Yes, it is. Friday. You know it. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God it is Friday. Let's make it a free speech Friday. Come on. Ah, uh, freedom. That is the chocolate voice. How you doing? Just fine. You look great. Polo getting it done. Sam in the hizzy. I say Sam in the hizzy. There she is. Uh huh. Lots going on. Lots to get to. Carrie, the thing. Well, by the way, it's Free Speech Friday. Whatever's on your mind is fair game. If I know something about it, we'll talk about it. If not, we'll move on. Um, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Uh, just to let you know, when you email me, if the, if the opening line is, I try to get through on the phone lines and I couldn't get through. Again, if you're suggesting that we're blocking you because we know what you want to say, that's dumb. We're not. Uh, a lot of stations run the show after we've done it. Um, and that's cool. Love being on those stations. I'm not complaining about it, but just to let you know, sometimes you won't be able to get through because we're not live when you're trying to get through. Other times, the phones are very busy. We had uh, a very busy phone uh, day yesterday, so you couldn't get through. Cool. Some people are saying, uh, you know, it's, it's a weak argument that it's an X or a Y or the chromosomes and whatever. Um, no, it's not. Again, XX, you're female. XY, you're male. That's it. So uh, there's really no controversy there. Carrie, something that you and I have agreed on, I think, since day one of the show. You remember what I'm talking about? I don't. <laughs> Refresh my memory. Really? It's been a long time since day wow. one of the show. What? Wow. You're going to have to tell me. Well, we have always agreed, I believe, that people like the show better if they're good and high. Uh, Okay. We haven't always sure. agreed to that? Uh, yeah, I, I guess we have. <laughs> we haven't really talked about it, but okay. <laughs> Inside baseball, we've never talked about it, but 
Carrie not good at playing along. Um, <laughs> yes, since day one, we, we've decided that. <sighs> oh, man, that Joe Pack show is great. <laughs> we, yeah. I, I thought, I thought we were on the so same funny. page there. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's we interesting because yeah. people are trying to draw lines in the sand between liberal and conservative, and the line that you can't cross allegedly is marijuana legalization. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I'm also confused about the decriminalization of marijuana. People actually try to argue that that's different than legalizing it, and it's not. I mean, there's really no form or fashion you can suggest to me that it's still illegal but it's decriminalized. That doesn't make sense. If it's not criminalized, then it's not then it's not illegal. So th- please stop playing that semantics game. But there's conversation about the gov- the federal government legalizing marijuana. Now this is important because where you've got states that have legalized it, it's still illegal federally. Anytime the feds would like to come in and shut down a dispensary, they can. Because it's illegal. Marijuana is an illegal drug. Now I I understand Many of you live in states where it's legalized. You can go and get it. Some states just have it for medical reasons. And it should always be available from, you know, through a prescription. I'm not sure why it wasn't. It's certainly not anywhere near as harsh as you know, Oxycontin and everything else you can get uh, over, you know, for, through a prescription from your doctor. You can get some really hard drugs from your doctor, um, but you can't get marijuana. That doesn't make any sense. So it should always have been legal through prescription. But now... For personal use and for non-prescription use, it's legalized in many states. It is still illegal via federal law. I want you to understand that. The federal government just has decided to not do anything about it. They could, and but they're not. So now there's a move to make it legal um, on a federal level as well. And Carrie's going to have that story in a second. But let me say this. If you're somebody who is a conservative, like I am, and you think that legalizing marijuana somehow is That's the hill that you'll die on. I don't understand it if you're okay with somebody having a beer or a glass of wine. I don't understand that. It really doesn't make any sense to me. So I'll get into my thoughts on this in a second. But first, we have to get the actual story. Uh, Carrie, if you don't mind, uh, fill us in. From Fox News, the U.S. House of Representatives voted Friday to decriminalize possession of marijuana on the federal level. The House heard a slew of proposed amendments for the bill, including measures to track and prevent impaired driving under the influence of marijuana, as well as carve-outs for law enforcement to restructure around the decriminalized substance. The bill passed with a vote of 220 to 204. Three Republicans voted yes, Matt Gates of Florida, Tom McClintock of California, and Brian Mast of Florida. Two Democrats voted no, Chris Pappas of New Hampshire and Henry Cuellar of Texas. Representative Cliff Bentz, a Republican from Oregon, spoke against the bill on the basis of possible spikes in impaired driving without first providing the research into the possible ramifications of the decriminalization. Bentz stated the relevant data should be provided before the bill is passed. It's been obvious for years at some point marijuana was going to be formally legalized, Ben said on the floor. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, marijuana is the most commonly used federally illegal drug in the U.S. The agency said 48.2 million people, or about 18 percent of Americans, used it at least once in 2019. Ben's continued what's deeply and truly disturbing, however, about this bill is its failure to address the clear consequences of legalization, such as what this drug does to children, to drivers on our highways, Ways to the mental health of up to 30% of those adults who choose to use marijuana, the communities inundated with hundreds, if not thousands, of foreign cartel operated, unlicensed, out of control marijuana grows. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. 
Let's make sure we're on the same page. Marijuana is illegal federally. It's against federal law to buy, sell, distribute, smoke marijuana. The arguments to not make it legal are really dumb. Um, And again, I don't smoke marijuana. I don't drink any alcohol. I'm not an alcoholic that I'm trying to be on the wagon. I'm not against you having your yourself some wine, some uh, harder liquor, whatever you want to do. If it's legal, you should be able to go and get it. The reason why marijuana is not legal in this country is because the liquor lobby was so um, so well-funded. And the liquor lobby did not want this competition. I will not smoke marijuana should it become legal. I don't drink beer or wine or other alcohol, even though it is legal. And I'm of age where I can go and buy it. The argument that we're not thinking about the ramifications on kids doesn't make sense because kids can't buy alcohol nor consume it. Why would they be allowed to go and buy some marijuana legally? They, they wouldn't be able to. There would be an age limit on that. And of course, um, you don't want anybody under the influence of any sort of intoxicant while behind the wheel of a car. That's already illegal to drink and drive, yet people still do it. And I'm not being funny when I say I would much rather be on the highway with somebody who's a little buzzed from a joint than somebody who's drunk on alcohol. And I don't want to be on the highway with either one of them. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But if I had a choice, somebody who's high on marijuana going 20 miles an hour in a 65, you know, off to the side, doesn't bother me as much as the guy going 120 the wrong way in the highway, killing an entire family because he's had too much to drink. So again, if alcohol is going to be legal, I don't understand why marijuana wouldn't be wouldn't be legal. If if alcohol is available, why wouldn't marijuana be available? I think that it's much more mild intoxicant than alcohol is. And again, I don't partake in either. And I don't suggest that you do. I don't suggest that you go and start getting high. I, it is not a promotion of getting high because it's legal. Think about with cigarette smoking. There are way fewer smokers today than there were back in the day because we have made it clear what the ramifications are. If you smoke, you can die. It causes cancer, hardening of the arteries, so on. Um, Make sure you have the same sort of warnings and education about marijuana. But if you legalize marijuana, you get rid of the black market almost immediately. And that means that, you know, killing people on the streets because of the marijuana trade that that you're dealing in, that would go away because you go to the corner store and buy some if you're of age and you show ID and whatever else. Now, those of you who want to yell at the radio and say that it's somehow a gateway drug, I don't see any proof of that. I smoked marijuana when I was like 18 years old. I thought it was stupid, made, made me feel bad, made me want to eat you know, 10 Snickers bars, and I thought this was a waste of my time. I did not say, well, that kind of sucked. Let me go do some crack. That didn't happen. So I don't believe it's a gateway drug either. Can, can it be abused? Can people you know, uh, who have addictive personalities go back to it way more than they should? Sure. But again, just like with alcohol, listen, either ban alcohol, which I'm not for, and make it illegal, or stop being a hypocrite and saying that as you're drinking your bourbon, discussing this as a conservative, you want to say how marijuana somehow is more harmful. I don't understand the research that you think that you're that you're going on here. Plus, like with cigarettes and with alcohol, you can put the so-called sin tax on it. Now, I'm not for higher taxes, but I would much rather get rid of the black market, get rid of the drug dealer on the corner selling the nickel, dime, whatever bag. I would rather get rid of that in my neighborhood and have it taxed through the nose. You go buy a carton of marijuana all you want. And again, I'm not going to be doing it, and I don't suggest you do it. But it is so hypocritical for people who think that alcohol is the be-all, end-all, and everybody should be able to unwind, uh, unwind with a glass of wine or with, with a beer. And again, I'm all for that. I'm not telling you not to.
It is so hypocritical, though, to say at the same time something that I find to be more mild. And if you your studies, uh, I think that smoking a bunch of marijuana is not tantamount to sm- to drinking a bunch of alcohol. I think there are big differences there. Um, I think it's hypocritical to pretend one is good and acceptable, one is bad and not acceptable. And again, we're going on information that was put out there by the liquor lobby back in the day because they didn't want the competition. So legalizing it or decriminalizing it doesn't bother me. It's not going to change my life at all. It might not change your life at all if you don't smoke. But to, to make up these these ruse arguments that what about the ramifications on kids? What about driving under the influence of marijuana? Nobody wants any of that. But if alcohol is legal and available, why wouldn't we say yes to marijuana? It's just it's kind of a dumb argument, to be honest with you. Your thoughts are always welcome. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Hey, really great to have you. Thanks. It's the Joe Pag Show for your Friday. Thanks for hanging out. A lot of phone calls coming in on the decriminalization. Carrie, what's the difference between decriminalizing and, and making it legal? Well, when you decriminalize it, it's still illegal, right? You're well, just well, not... How can, it, how can it be illegal if there's no crime committed? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't get I it. I don't know. It gets confusing. <laughs> I don't understand. Oh, well, you're st- you still can't have it, but we're not going to punish you if you do. Okay. All right. Sounds How good. is that not legal then? <laughs> well, I know. I, I don't know. Uh, it, it feels legal to me. I mean, again, not a lawyer. Maybe that's the issue. Uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. If you can't get through there, make sure you stop by the website. It's JoePags.com. you got to see the story of uh, Maxine Waters trying to bury a story where she literally tells homeless people in her district to go home. Carrie, did you see that? She told him to go home. I did. Yeah, I saw that. Am I making that up or did she tell him to go you home? You are not making it up. Yeah, she went home. Oh, she told him to go home. Yeah. And their answer was, we don't have a home. That's why we're here. Yeah. Uh, yes, and she go tried home. to bury the story. She didn't want that story to make it out there with this video that showed up. I may just have to show that to you later. Let me, in the meantime, tell you about Newsmax TV. People ask me who I can trust in the media. I trust this show, obviously. We do our work, and I trust Newsmax TV as well. I appear on there all the time. It's a great network. A recent study shows Americans don't trust big media. 65% of Republicans don't trust them at all. I found a source that I trust, as I said, Newsmax. I go online, Newsmax.com, for breaking headlines. I read the, the, the great stories they write there as well, plus Newsmax TV, of course. Newsmax TV is on my television as soon as I turn it on. I even downloaded the free Newsmax app on my smartphone. I get it for free. Nielsen recently reported that almost 7 million cable viewers watch Newsmax, but not but not Fox News. It's huge. Many people are making a switch to Newsmax. Have you? Start every day with Wake Up America and, and Rob Finnerty. And the team at night is great. Eric Bowling, Chris Alcedo, Greg Kelly, Stinchfield, Rob Schmidt, and great weekend shows with Huckabee, Diamond and Silk, Gorka, Dick Morris, and many more. 20 million Americans made the switch to watch Newsmax all the time. You should join them and try it. You may never go back. Again, Newsmax, it's a free download. You can go and watch it on your TV, on satellite or cable, and you can watch it on your device as well. 
All right, meantime, let me go back to the phone lines, uh, to the phone lines for the first time, that is, on the legalization or decriminalization or whatever of marijuana. I don't understand the, the argument against it if you're okay with alcohol being legalized. Let me say hello and welcome to uh, be line four and Jeff, Minnesota. Jeff, what's going on? Hey, Joe. Uh, it's something that nobody ever mentions about legalizing marijuana, and I know this because I have family out in Seattle, Colorado, and D.C. Yeah. Um, I come from a family of recovering drug addicts. Okay. And once you legalize marijuana, kind of like when they legalize gay marriage in Minnesota, um, it's everywhere, and it stinks, and you can smell it. I can smell it when I'm driving down the road, and if uh, somebody's in front of me in a car. And if you're a family that doesn't want that around your kids, or let's say I'm a recovering drug addict, I don't want to be smelling weed everywhere I go. And it's strong, and people can't. They do it to excess. And that, that's my biggest issue with it. Okay. Well, Jeff, I do not have the same issue. Obviously, um, uh, we, we don't want the marijuana to be anywhere near where kids would be. Can't be in restaurants, and restaurants can clearly put signs up. Or the laws of the individual states can be you can't smoke marijuana inside or whatever. Um, you can't smoke cigarettes inside, so they can easily make those laws. Although, I would rather the consumer make the decision and not have the government involved, where you just post something out front. Smoking is allowed here. Marijuana smoking allowed here. We drink here. I mean, those things, if you inform the customer, the customer can make the right choice. Uh, the fact that you smell it and you're a recovering drug addict or the family has recovering drug addicts in the family, I mean, I understand where you're coming from, but that's like, I mean, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a former smoker. I quit in 1996. And when I smell smoke, that somebody's smoking, to me, it still smells good. Like, I mean, I'd like to have a cigarette. I haven't had one since 1996, so I have to use my own free will. Now, I'm somebody who was addicted to them, obviously, or else I wouldn't have kept on doing it. It's bad for my health. And then I, I, I quit cold turkey. Uh, it was not as hard as I thought it would be, but it also wasn't easy. But that doesn't make me say cigarette smokers shouldn't be anywhere near me. That's my, my, my choice to make. If I know there's going to be cigarette smoking happening, I'll make sure that I don't go there. Or if it's a place where I'm going to bring my family, they should not allow it anyway. Let me go back to the phone line say hello and welcome to... Uh, line three is John in Texas. John, what's going on? Hi. Well, good afternoon, Joe. Hey. Uh, the reason I'm calling, I'm I'm former law enforcement, and before I retired, there was an awful lot of discussion about legalization of marijuana, and the biggest concern was that uh, it wasn't quantifiable as far as how much you had in your system when it came to driving impaired. Most right. states have enacted laws that on uh, alcohol you can't have over a 0.10 or now a 0.08 uh, percent in your body, right. uh, your blood, and uh, they have found that varying effects for varying people uh, with the amount of THC, and it's not quantifiable, and they might even mix it with other enhancements, if you will. Uh, who knows? I remember uh, covering accidents, and the guy was clearly impaired, but uh, we could only prove it by his mannerisms. He uh, passed a blood test, uh, had zero alcohol in his system, but we could sense uh, THC, but that wasn't provable in court. So uh, if they could come up with some kind of quantifiable amount that they would find illegal in your system when you're operating a car, then uh, I feel better. But uh, just going on... Uh, their mannerisms, their effect, uh, uh, whatever, uh, it's, it's very difficult to enforce. John, I hear you and I appreciate that. When we come back, I'll give you my comments on what John just said. Uh, do you have to have, have a way to, to, to quantify how much somebody has taken to know whether they're impaired? 
I don't think so. And I'll tell you why I say that when we come back. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It is the Joe Pag Show for your Friday, Free Speech Friday, whatever's on your mind, fair game. If I know something about it, we'll talk about it. If not, we'll move on. Um, very simply stated, without going through the entire monologue again, something that we will post over on Rumble after the program, and I'll put it up on all the social media as well. I think that you're being a hypocrite if you're okay with alcohol, but you're not okay with pot. I don't do either one. I don't suggest you do either one. Um, but if you do, I'm not here to judge you. I don't understand why people would say yes Alcohol is perfectly fine. No, marijuana isn't perfectly fine. There really is no good reason other than the re-education we got from the alcohol lobby back in the day because they didn't want the competition. If you're wondering why I'm talking about it, it's because they're looking at federal legislation. I guess the House actually passed legislation saying that, um, that they would decriminalize marijuana, whatever the hell that means. I think it's the same thing as legalized. Before we went to the break, we had a guy who used to be a police officer who called in and said, the problem is this, when we pull somebody over and we know that they're inebriated, they're under the influence of something, but we do the, the breath test and there's no alcohol, because he said blood test, but I think he made a mistake. He said breath test. I mean, he said blood test. I think he meant breath test. You can't tell unless you smoked it right then that uh, somebody has been smoking pot on their breath. But if they smoked it a couple hours ago or an hour ago and there's still some residual you know, um, impairment, you won't be able to tell from a breath test. So there has to be a mechanism put in place, some sort of a piece of medical machinery or something that would be non-intrusive that would show if the person was high or not. And he said, well, how do you know how much they've smoked? Because maybe you just took a, took one drag and you're not, you know, in a state of mind where you can't drive. Well, I would make it hard and fast because of how hard it is to detect, I would make the rule that you can't smoke any marijuana whatsoever and put an hour limit on it. Maybe it's five hours. Maybe it's eight hours. I don't know. People smarter than I about the effects of THC on, on a human being would have to make these decisions. But there has to be an hour limit. And we ha- there has to be a way to figure out if they did do it. Because a blood test, let's say somebody is completely whacked out on something, but they're not blowing an alcohol test that that is .08 or higher. Well, you know that they're impaired. Like he said, we could tell they're on something. Take them in. Arrest that ass. And then when you have them under arrest, you can get a court order to draw blood. If you draw blood, you're going to find out what drugs they have in their in their system. Now, the people will say, yeah, but marijuana takes like 30 days to not show up anymore. Interesting question. That's why you have to come up with testing. And this is for people smarter than I in the scientific community or the medical community to come up with a test that would, that would be valid enough to be usable in court against somebody who just, you know, slammed into a family of four and killed them because they were high on something. So, yeah, there has to be enforcement abilities. It looks like there are enforcement abilities for DUI. But, I mean, I would think that the same roadside test would be adequate to at least tell if somebody is under the influence of something, and then you take them in if they are. I think somebody's really high is not going to be able to walk the line either or do the ABCs back, whatever the hell you have to do, or count to a 1,000. Whatever the tests are, or follow the pen, you could also tell by the dilation of somebody's eyes. 
if they're on something. So there are ways to find out if somebody is under the influence enough to where they shouldn't be driving, but if it doesn't show clear signs like a like a an alcohol breath a breath alcohol test would do, then figure it out. And there are again many smart people out there that would be able to figure it out. But if you're so impaired that you can't do the the roadside test, you take them in, get a court order, get the blood, then you figure out what's going on. I think that makes sense. It's it's a good question. Um, I would not put a a quantifiable number on how much THC you have to have in your body. I would say you can't smoke any pot at all if you're going to get behind the wheel of a car in the the last and then put an hour number on it that that is decidable by science. Uh, let me go to the phone lines. Let me say hello and welcome to line one. John is in Connecticut. John, what's going on? Hi. Hey, how are you, Joe? Living the dream, man. What's happening? Good. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Um, you know, I in the past, I've smoked marijuana myself. I don't anymore, but I do know the effects are definitely a lot less than alcohol. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of people out there saying, oh, you know, there's going to be more people on the roads. There's going to be more people smoking weed. It's going to be the same people on the roads that were smoked. Got to dump that. Uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Carrie, what happens? People get way too comfortable and they forget they're talking to you on the radio. They're hanging out with Pags. No, no, yeah. Hanging out with Pagsy, just brother Pags. <laughs> and uh, you're just going to drop a bomb if we have to. Yeah. By the way, uh, your boy John Schneider, he and I do not agree on, on Will Smith. I know that. It's a now, fun conversation. Be an interesting, I bet. I'm looking forward to that. Now, he doesn't say it in this, um, in that portion of the conversation. We talked about that for a good while. But then we get into some other stuff. He does say the S word twice in the interview. Does he really? Oh, wow. Yeah, I had to go back and edit the, the S word out. Okay. Uh, you know, John and I are good. You're bros. Bo, Bo, Bo and I, we're bros. Mm-hmm. Yes, we, we got that, that bromance going on. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't, I don't understand the guy's hair. He's got all sorts of hair. He does, because I saw that video that he did talking about Will Smith and his thoughts about it. There's a lot of hair I mean, up there. Hmm? I mean, you almost have to, you almost think that he's like combing it straight out or something. Or <laughs> he gets doing. up in the morning, takes a shower, doesn't do anything with it. Just whatever happens, there happens. There you go. Yeah. So uh, that's an interesting conversation for hour number three. Make sure you stick around for that. Hour number two will be Rudy Giuliani and part two of my conversation with him. Let, let me go back to the phone lines and say hello and welcome to uh, Sarah in Minnesota. Sarah, what's going on? Hi. Well, hey, Joe. It's so fun to be talking to you. Thank you for taking my call. Glad that you called. What's happening? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, thank you for talking about this topic. You are absolutely right um, in your assessment of marijuana and alcohol. As a 40-year-old wife, mother, business owner, I imbibe and, you know, sometimes I'll have a drink and sometimes I'm not afraid to have a product with some THC in it. Right. And I can tell you alcohol is, by far the most dangerous, addictive, legal drug out there. It's, I mean, you can drink so much that it will kill you. I'm not aware of anybody who can smoke so many joints that it will kill you. And now I'm not saying everybody should start smoking and things like that, but it is a legitimate, um, you know, unwind and relax type of activity that, mature adults should be able to enjoy. And I've been to Amsterdam where it's legal. I've been to the States where it's legal. It's medically legal here in Minnesota, but I just don't see any reason for it to not be legal, especially with alcohol being legal and how 
absolutely, utterly uh, damaging that, quote, legal drug is. It's, it's just, I can't believe it. Well, Sarah, you and I do agree, but I think people listening want to know, are you high right now? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm Maybe kidding. I'll be home after work and I may smoke a little one I'm just saying. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I'd rather be around. What are, what are we doing tonight, Carrie? Wow, people. <laughs> Really? Wait, wait, wait. See, Come on now. This is the, the polo. What's going on? Is it because they're all uh, they're all you know, people who you know mm. smoke a joint here and there? They're like, eh, I'll drop a bomb. Whatever we got to do. <laughs> it's the topic. Feeling very relaxed. How is that? <laughs> how's that dump button doing? You all right? <laughs> we'll see. Polo's got his finger on the dump button constantly <laughs> now. Come on. I, I, I want to say it again. I love you all like brothers and sisters. Stop cursing on my show. A, if you're listening on the um, <laughs> uh, online, yes, you're going to hear it. If you hear it on iHeart, you're going to hear it. If you hear it on the stream from my website, JoePags.com, you're going to hear it. If you're watching the video stream on Twitch, you're going to hear it. That's not regulated by the FCC. But... Polo does have to dump that word or any any profane word that is not allowed uh, because on the public airwaves, you're not allowed to have that. And the vast majority of our audience is on the public airwaves. But Carrie, we're like two for two. What is the story? I know. I don't know. It's Friday. It's after five o'clock. People are already indulging a little bit maybe and decide to call the show. Let me say this as clearly as I can. I don't know anybody who's more of a potty mouth than this one. Who are you talking I'm showing about? you right now. Oh. I'm showing you right now. <laughs> On the yeah. screen, okay? <laughs> Thank if you. she okay. could do radio for 20, 25 years, whatever the hell it is, and not curse on the air, you people can call in for two minutes and not curse. <laughs> this is Stop true. It. Come on, people. Let's go. Do it. And C- Carrie may not or may not hard. know this, but I my language is pretty flowery as well, and I don't curse on the radio. <laughs> Sam is the biggest cursor on the staff. Nope, not true. Huge cursing. and uh, has, uh, now I don't, well, Your mom. So I don't know <laughs> what, what. You don't think it was mom? No. Okay, whatever. Apollo, do you even curse? I don't think I've ever heard you curse in 17 years. I do. Now, is it something you just don't do at work? Because, I mean... Yeah, I mean, you have, you have to remember, I mean, at one point, you know, I used to do, like, summer camp, you know, with kids and stuff like that, so... Right. You really, really had to, like, watch what you said, you know, then. And and a friend of mine who, who worked with me, he was probably worse than all of you all put together. Really? I mean, it was amazing the stuff that he that he would say and and most of the time he wasn't even realizing that he would say it. But some way somehow he was able to control himself around around the kids. Imagine that. I I'm telling you, um I I get it all out before I get on the air. I get mm-hmm. it all out. There's a whole lot of filth and florn going on before I get on yep. the air. Yep. And um it, you know, it just it, it's part of the language. And then when you get on the air, it's just like there's a, you know there's a microphone in front of you. If you're on the phone, pretend that's your microphone and you're actually doing a radio show. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. Yeah. Um, all right, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Go there to check out that story about Maxine Waters telling homeless people to go home, which doesn't make any sense. Our latest parodies are up over there. Go check out the monologues as well. I did a monologue that's doing very well on Rumble the other day that I called Dear Disney, It's Me, Joe Pags. And, and I just let them know, and you guys heard it on the show, but I let them know that this is the view of a, of a parent, of a father, of somebody who would save money or 
when I was growing up, my parents would save money, take us to Disney World. It's never going to happen again. Uh, go and check that out as well and spread that around as well because I think that, that might at least hit home for a lot of you if it doesn't hit at home for Disney. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get to. Lots to talk about. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Glad to have you here. We've got uh, John Schneider on the program. Hour number three. Hour number two. It's going to be uh, Rudy Giuliani. Part two of my interview with him that started yesterday. And uh, stick around. We get into all sorts of stuff, including the election stuff. But more on Hunter Biden and why um, Joe Biden extorted Ukraine to fire a prosecutor. Very interesting stuff. Meantime, I keep on getting emails on this because you guys want this. This either you want to tell me how well it works, or you want to you want to make sure you have the right web address and the right code to save a bunch of money. I'm talking about the Eden Pure Thunderstorm air purifier. Proven oxy technology quickly destroys viruses, odors, mold, and more. It freshens your entire home and it gets rid of any odors. I'm talking about litter boxes. Trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, a whole lot more as well. Over 200,000 thunderstorms sold, so you know that it really works. Everybody really wants to get one of these, or, or more than one. You can get a three-pack right now. I'll tell you how to do that in a second and save a bunch of money. Never breathe dirt, dirty air again. No filters to buy either. It doesn't take up any space because it plugs right into the outlet. It, it's off the floor. It's right there. It's nearly silent. It's great for use in bedrooms as well. So get to the website right now. EdenPureDeals.com, E-D-E-N-P-U-R-E-D-E-A-L-S.com, EdenPureDeals.com, discount code PAGS3, save $200 on a three-pack. Get three of these units for about $200. You're saving $200. Shipping is free, too. EdenPureDeals.com, discount code PAGS3. Make that happen right now. Let me go back to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. It is going to be, uh, let's see here. You guys been holding for a bit. Let me go to Jeff, who's in California. Jeff, what's going on? Hi. Yeah, Joe, this is Jeff. Hey, uh, here in California, it's been legal for a while, but they have a 20% state tax on it and another 5% tax in the county that I live in if somebody wants to sell it resale out of a uh, storefront or whatever. Okay. And there's still plenty of room for pirates or whatever you want to call it. Um, we do have a, a problem with out here in the desert with people uh, – coming in um, uh, Mexican drug cartels and stuff and, and growing it here and what have you. But as far as smoking it, I've smoked my share and probably a lot of other people's shares. And uh, I've tried to OD on it several times and haven't been able to do it. <laughs> what a try. Jeff, I appreciate that. He's, he's, uh, Carrie, he's tried, to kill, he's tried to kill himself on it. Oh, Just, it didn't work. Okay, all right. Hmm. Well, I think that the caller in Minnesota before dropping the bomb did make a point that um, people, you can die from alcohol poisoning. I'll never forget it when I was a TV news anchor, I think in Lansing, um, a, a co-ed on her 21st birthday had like 21 shots mm. and she died when she went to sleep. She died of alcohol poisoning. So that can happen. 
Um, I've never heard of anybody dying from marijuana unless it was laced with something lethal. Yeah. But with straight marijuana, straight cannabis, I've never heard anybody dying of that. And I don't think that you get more high the more you smoke. I mean, I don't I think don't, so. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you definitely get more drunk the more you drink mm-hmm. and you can get stupid drunk and then people get behind the wheel of a car. Um, so again, I don't advocate you having any sort of mind or mood altering drug, uh, whether it be alcohol or marijuana or anything else. But if one is going to be legal... The other one should be as well. I find that hypocritical if it's not. Let me go back at it. Let me say hello and welcome to line three. It's Chris in Ohio. Chris, what's happening? Hey, it's Chris up in Toledo. Good old Scott Sands land. Cool. What's <laughs> happening? We love Scott. Yeah, well, you know what? I've been on the Ohio medical program actually for about three or four years now. And, you know, there's like a few things. Okay. Most people I know are grateful to be accepted and to be able to be in the program. Cause it actually really does work for them. So they're not really going out and driving around town. You wouldn't smoke in your car or anything like that. Right. And actually, uh, what the last caller just said, it's, it's actually really true. You, you can smoke yourself straight. It, it doesn't do anything after a certain point. Right, I mean, you, I, you I, only I, use it for the benefit. Yeah, I don't think that it's a, it's a gradual yeah. buildup like it is with alcohol. I think there's there's a big difference there. But I didn't want to comment on one thing the guy before him said that uh, it, you still have the black market, you still have cartels growing marijuana here. Well, if the cartels are growing marijuana in the valley in California, um, maybe make a change. Maybe uh, you know get rid of that. Maybe have law enforcement take care. Of it. Why would you just allow that? That didn't make any sense to me. And uh, the second thing is the black market is going to certainly be much smaller because I guarantee you, those who smoke pot don't want to do something illegal. If they have the ability to do it legally, they would. So I'm not really sure why there's any confusion there. If there's an opportunity to do it legally for a little bit more and have it taxed or whatever versus doing it illegally and maybe getting killed when you go buy it or doing it illegally and being arrested for possessing it, I think that people would opt to do it legally. Let me go back at it. Andrew, about 30 seconds. That's all I have. Take it. Let's go. So if, if you get pulled over and you reach out and you touch a cop, you're in a world of trouble. So a tool that a cop could use is if he thinks that somebody's smoking, he just reaches into his utility belt, gets out his uh, Dorito, Cheeto, and Frito necklace, puts that around him, and then if somebody reaches out and grabs for it, they arrest him. That's it. So- you, you offer up snacks. Carrie, if they go for the snacks... The munchies, right? Probably high. If they've got the munchies, (laughs) probably high. All right, uh, listen, a lot of people have a lot of passionate uh, um, thoughts about this. Go to the website, JoePags.com. Scroll down to the bottom. Click on Contact. That email comes right to me during the program, so make sure that you do that. We'd definitely like to hear from you. I haven't heard a good argument as to why alcohol good, marijuana bad. I think if one is okay, the other one should be okay. Certainly regulate them. Make rules around them. You can't drive one on it. You can't do it around kids. I get it. But uh, I don't see any difference. Keep it here. You're listening to Joe Pags.